Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What does that facial expression mean? What facial expression? Your thoughtful expression you were making. Where I was actually like a, having a. I was. I wasn't doing uh, <laughs> blue steel, Alice. Yeah. I was actually thinking back to when I got this song, when I got this little EP mm-hmm. in 1991 from the TDK Challenge. Yeah. With the Bodines featuring uh-huh. Matthew Sweet in Boston. I just was remembering the venue and sound check and all that stuff and how like incredibly loud the bass was and things. And then I had to go away and sit across from the t-shirt people. Sometimes <laughs> the official t-shirt people and us would exchange shirts. It's like we'd throw them shirts and they'd throw us shirts. That was Were the TDK Challenge shirts good? They were rubbish. But I had <laughs> a 10,000 of them. Everybody so was I there like a with. bad exchange rate? Like if you wanted a real concert yeah, we, t-shirt, you had to give them like 20 of the bad TDK challenge Absolutely. Shirts? Absolutely. What you wanted was like a cigarette company promotion like us. Because it was tough to get real merch. That stuff was really sold. Um. So, uh, oh yeah. So I was at the Packy tonight and I was grabbing Spike Seltzer's. The truly, um, is it the vacation pack? I like the getaway pack right Getaway now. pack. That's, check. Stop making that break sound. Not you. It's the thing. Someday we'll have it. You know, Steve Robinson actually spent, sent me a screenshot of my table and set up here, and he said it gives me anxiety. <laughs> I know, Steve. At some point, we're going to be like the big kids and have one of those roadcasters, but... Uh, <sighs> Really, Alice, if we just didn't buy seltzers for a month, we could afford a roadcaster. But that's not a possibility. <laughs> I don't know. So. You should tell people that. <laughs> um, so so this is the... Um, all right. So wait. So I'm in the, in the packy today. And talk about... This is a, after I went to Market Basket. And Mark, oh, by the way, I lost mm-hmm. my glasses today. So You, you still haven't found them? No, nope, I haven't found them. So <laughs> by the way, I'm pretty sure I hit three people on bikes and a pedestrian <laughs> child. But... Um, because I can't see at night anything but car lights. But uh, 
Um, but so the market basket in Newburyport already a, a town of good-looking people. Newburyport, mm-hmm. everybody looked beautiful because I have no glasses. Everybody's blurred. <laughs> My goodness, flawless, flawless. <laughs> if you want Tom Shattuck to think you're beautiful and you're not actually beautiful, or Tom Shattuck to think you're 26 when you're actually 96, come to Newburyport tomorrow, and I'll be at the mas- market basket just looking at people, thinking, "Oh my goodness, how how could this be any more pro- perfect?" <laughs> Guys, too, by the way. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> I mean they have to be here somewhere because you wore them out of the house to get coffees from Dunkin' Donuts did we Donuts. talk about yesterday um, remember last year when it, it, during our brief divorce which which would have been a divorce had we been able to afford it um, do, do you remember did I and then, and then remember after we were getting divorced like the world reached out to you. Like every man I've ever known and every guy I've ever listened to the, the podcast or like whatever checked in on you. A lot of chivalry. Some guys yeah. just, just offered to sleep with you. Some guys mm-hmm. sniffed around for kind of a date. But there was just a lot of interest in you. Which, I, you know, I have no problem with any of that. You know? Right. So and I was thinking about this tonight on the way back from Market Basket after I saw all the pretty people. And I thought, how is it possible that I didn't get one? Well, a lot of people reached out to you. I don't care about reaching out. I wanted, like, where was where was the 36-year-old divorcee saying, hey, Tom, just I hope, you know, everything's all right. I hope, like, uh, what's he doing? If you're ever interested and I'd love to grab coffee with. Like, where is mine? Not one? There's no way <laughs> that there's not one person who wouldn't be interested in me. I think there were some. Well, I didn't. Okay. Well, this is what I need you to There's do. There's like at least. Well. No, I don't. don't okay. Okay. Like I know. No. No. There, there are people who are perenner, perennially have had a crush on me. Maybe. No. But like. And I thought about this. Like, how would you do it? Let's say I was hit by a truck, and no, 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 and, and no, and, and we were split up, and there was somebody that you were interested in. Like, how would you? You probably check in and say, "Hi, how's it going?" Right. Or be subtle, or do you give it a waiting period? I don't even because I want to know. Did I, is there really no interest, or is this like women to women to do things differently? I mean, yeah, I don't. Well, I because don't know I how anything works. I'm the wrong person to ask, right. but I probably wouldn't like during. Okay, I'm recording again. Uh, hold on. Okay, we're back. Okay, you, those of you seeing the video, you saw the action. Those of you the audio. So well, anyway, they heard all the action too. They, so the, so anyway, I would um, it's like there can't be no nobody. It's, well, so it, I don't think I would reach out to somebody while they were still in the throes of everything. Yeah. Unless I mean, I guess if I were already friends, I might like reach out and see if you were okay or like. But, but, but needed that, a shoulder to cry well, on I or guess something. so. I guess so. Friends, bleh. But here's, like, it, it would have been an incredible bolstering of my ego had there been, like, all sorts of interests suddenly. And we're not just talking, you know, this Would thing, you have gone for it? No. In the I, situation last year? In, in, no, I was, we were still married. We, 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 I, I would, no, I would, it's not, I wouldn't have acted on anything because also, you know, we- we decided to not get divorced and hours later, you know? Right. But no, but I would have liked to have known that there was interest. Mm. Like you got to know that there was interest. 
Yeah. Like, I would have liked to have had a signifier if there was interest. I was not going for anything, which is why I'm soliciting. If you are interested post-divorce in Tom Shattuck... And Submit you're not, your application now. Just let me know, so because that's good for my ego. <laughs> and I won't make it public or anything like that. But that would be great to know, even though we're not getting divorced. And I, you know what? I can even let you know, or I can. Wait, I have no. I'm but, sure you would let me know. No, I'm not letting you know. I'm, I'm talking about you, people out there. I'll let you know. Bat, no, I'm not going to let you know anything. This is teetering. I think. I want positive reinforcement. Okay. That's what I want. Because you got to have positive reinforcement. I mean, is it possible that this whole time, that like I am just done with? female companionship once we're split up i'm just out of it i'm just retired i'm like <laughs> bill belichick having gone from a good situation to like suddenly nothing nope no takers <laughs> that's very worrisome <laughs> well maybe we shouldn't get divorced then check one check one in a talk radio conservative podcast way i am a fifth-rate celebrity. <laughs> it's true. I have signed autographs, Alice. It worked on me. Yes, exactly. Where are the other yous? If you're another Alice, please, just let me know. It's just good for my ego, and it doesn't, it's not considered encroaching on Alice's territory. Nothing like that. I would just like to have the the positive feeling. Like, don't let me know. Just like, at, like at, I've had a couple of people say, like, after high school, like, you were the best thing about high school. It's like, it, that's great. You just want it now. Yeah, that's great. It was also 40 years ago, and I desperately could have used that information back then. <laughs> so I want it now. While I'm alive, mm -hmm. I want to feel it. You know, like, so like people have those funeral parties, you know, just so that they can have... So know. that they can see everybody appreciating them while they're still alive? Yes. And don't... If you're married to, like, married... Or, and especially, like, married to a friend of mine... No, I don't want to hear that. I don't want controversy. I don't want information that's dangerous. I just want good positive reinforcement. Okay. Okay. So that seems fair to you, right? So I'm at the packing. And this um, lady's in front of me. And I don't know. I'm not going to say that she was homeless, but she was definitely. That, that market <laughs> basket in, I'm in that area in Newburyport can get a little dodgy. Why don't you go past the Walgreens and the packy there? Okay. And she's actually, I, I was in front of her, but she was kind of made it a tie. So I'm like, okay, you can go ahead. I'm holding groceries and a, and the and the thing of um, of seltzers. She goes up there and she's like, I go, okay. And she's got like a few nips and this and that, whatever. And she she says to the guys, oh oh my goodness, I forgot. I just forgot. What what, what, what do you have? Do you have uh, pineapple juice? And he's like, oh, I'm not sure. And then I and I say, oh, they think there's a thing of Dole. There's a Dole product over there. Maybe that. She's oh, 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 oh. And she goes and looks. And now I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> she goes and looks. And it's not pineapple juice, or it's not the one she wanted, or whatever. I can't really tell. I saw the Dole label, but I can't see. <laughs> this lady was not looking attractive. So then she says, oh, oh, whoa, wait. No, you know what I need? I need the long, the big bottle over there. In other words, a, a pint. I need the big bottle of Jägermeister. <sighs> and I'm like, oh, hopefully, and he goes, what? What's the bottle you need? I had a bit of an accent. And she said, I need the big bottle of Jägermeister. And he says, no, oh, this, 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 
And she and she said, um, no, no, no. And I'm like, okay, we're gonna. This might have a problem. Then he goes, wait, do you mean uh, Jorgen Meyer? <laughs> and now I'm like, oh frig, maybe I should just leave because we're getting farther away from the Jägermeister <laughs> that needs to be found here. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'll give it ten seconds here, ten seconds. He's in looking around for the Jorgen Meyer, <laughs> and. And eventually he comes by with a big the bottle of the Jägermeister. And she said, oh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Thank you. And then I, as she, she pays and whatever, actually with her Jorgenmeier, and which was terrible. Like, it was, it was absolutely another proof that God is alive because the moment she says Jägermeister and he comes back with Jorgenmeier, and I'm like, oh, God, bring you in one more employee here to say uh, far from fluking. And, and, um, so, but then it, it occurred to me, Alice, mm-hmm. how could she say, oh, that's right, I need Jägermeister. There's no, that's right, I need Jägermeister. <laughs> Jägermeister is the thing that's getting you plastered tonight. <laughs> it's not an add-on. You absolutely need Jorkenmeier. Bef- Maybe somebody else sent her the store with a list. <laughs> she absolutely absolutely needs the Jorgenmeyer to rock and roll to get lift off. And this like weird pedantic game here of pretend oh it's atop my oh and while you're at it, I'll take the 186 proof thing the, the thing that's gonna make me uh essentially take it some kind of alcohol fueled hallucinatory uh ride a little bit later tonight. Like don't play cute. This is my this is my point about pat liquor stores. We're all just buying alcohol. Some taste like perfume. Some taste like rocket fuel. Some <laughs> taste like uh, uh, oats and barley, etc. Just transact, okay? We don't have to make niceties. Like Alice is a big night. You're a big nicety thing. You'll, <laughs> you'll you'll waste somebody's time talking about. Uh, like you'll always talk to a doctor about more stuff, or if we're going to a tax attorney. Oh yeah, well, I tried to do this because, well, you know, if, you know, if we got a new flat screen TV. Of course, it didn't work, work very well, but we have to do this. And you're giving him life story stuff, and like just transact. He doesn't have to know. It's like you should see the bills piling up in my house. I wish that we didn't pay this bill first, but they, 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 like, don't, don't, don't do that. If you're going to the package, just transact. Okay. Okay. Much like I will. Well, you can't go to the packy because all of the men who are interested in dating you are all at the packy and they're all over you. So you can't go there because you'll get mobbed, if not sexually assaulted. So God knows. You're too hot for the packy. But anybody else, just do your thing, okay? And say the effing words right. God, who are we kidding? Is that, is that an attempt by saying Jägermeister to say, oh, I'm so new to this product, this liquid, that I don't know really how to pronounce it? Freaking Jorgen Meyer. That's what you know what else when I thankfully die of a heart attack in a year, that's all I want on my headstone. Jägermeister. No, Jorgen Meyer. <laughs> that sums up the experience of my lifetime. All right, Alice. Now should we start the show? We can start the show, sure. This is my fault, Jorgen everybody, Meyer. because I because he thought we were gonna be short on time. Um but our kid's activity gets out a half an hour later than he thought it did. So now he felt like we had plenty of time so he could regale us all with that story. So here's my, um, I think the biggest news today to really, the biggest news to me mm-hmm. is this libs of TikTok thing where we didn't talk about this last night, did we? No. Um, 
it, it's it's all blends into one because Alice and I are talking throughout the day, so I never know what's happening. This Elizabeth TikTok thing to me is just absolutely freaking huge. What you've got essentially is NBC put out a story that implicates libs of TikTok or tries to launder a uh, libs of TikTok into um, into a, 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 a essentially a spate of violence happening throughout the um, throughout the country, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. It's amazing. It's an NBC News story, and this is amazing. New. There have been after libs of after libs of TikTok posted at least twenty one bomb threats followed. The FBI and local law enforcement said bomb threats across the country have tied up government resources, even when they turn out to be hoaxes. Last March, police in Colville, Iowa, investigated a bomb threat targeting a junior high school. Authorities th- brought in specially trained dogs to sniff for explosives and started looking into why someone might want to try to target the con- community's teachers and students. Law enforcement quickly determined that the threat was a hoax. Detective Hannah Dvorak, Dvorak from the Coralville Police Department arrived at a theory. Quote, it appears this all stems from a post made earlier this week by Chaya Rachik in her libs of TikTok account, Dvorak wrote in a report to her superiors. Rachik 29 is not accused of making any bomb threats in Iowa, or, in Iowa or anywhere else. But about a day and a half before authorities responded to the threat at Coralville's Northwest Junior High, Rachik posted that the school offers, quote, a pornographic book in its library that, quote, teaches kids about gay sex. These are the books they're giving your kids to read in school, she wrote on the social media platform X. People have frequently targeted the book in question. This book is gay. That's the title of the book. A coming out guide for LGBTQ teens. Oh, yeah. That one's really explicit. Yeah. With book bans going back years. um, Listen to this. Listen to this sentence. The Coralville detective wrote in her report that one of Ray Chick's supporters could have had a role in the bomb threat. Could have. Yeah, but they don't know. The insane librarian could have called in the bomb threat on themselves. Yeah, but one of her supporters could have. I mean, she's got, you know, 300,000 followers, whatever it is. Could have had a role, yeah. Might as well just put her name in there anyway. Could have had a role. That's right. You know, um... And by the way, do you Janet think Jackson the, also could have had a role? By the way, do you, you know, think anybody the, could have had a role? Do you think the police just organically discovered that, or do you think they were tipped off to it by whatever oh, people would, at the school were mad that lives of TikTok posted about it? I would say so. This gets better. Coralville was not alone. Officers and government officials in four other jurisdictions: Burbank, California, Minnesota, uh, Minnetonka, Minnesota, Oklahoma City in Tulaton, Oregon, told NBC News they believe Rachik sparked threats. They believe Rachik sparked threats in their localities with their posts on social media that digitally heckle people, such as drag for performers. And by the way, this digital heckling, usually with drag performers, is just simply a clip that the drag performer put up themselves that she's now repurposing for X. Right, or she'll take, like... The book that the school district is giving to kids and she'll post and say this school district is giving the kids this book is on heckling. Right. It's not it's truthfully reporting what school districts are doing or other people on the Internet are doing and, and then putting out there that they want the world to see. Right. 
exactly. The yes. stuff that's in the school library, these are the people who are telling you they don't want book bans. So why are they all excited about hiding Officers what they're doing? Officers and government officials in four other jurisdictions, which I just read. By the way, that government officials does a lot of work. In other words, a pissed off Board of Ed member is right. a government or official. A librarian is exactly. in some jurisdictions would be they a government official. They say that official. she uh, digitally heckled people, such drag performers, LGBTQ teachers, and doctors who treat transgender patients. The name Libs of TikTok is a reference to the You mean she screenshots children's hospitals' yes. websites and posts them to yes. show people what they say? Yes. The name Libs of TikTok is a reference to the people Rachik mocks on social media. Libs being short for liberal. Oh, NBC. What a fun group you are. <laughs> here's, another, here's another keeper of a sentence. While the direct inspirations for the threats are not known, the timing suggests that Libs of TikTok posts have been used to pick targets. The timing suggests <laughs> it. NBC News identified 33 instances starting in November 2020 when people or institutions singled out by libs of TikTok later reported bomb threats or other violent intimidation. The threats, which on average came several days after tweets from libs of TikTok, targeted schools, libraries, hospitals, small businesses, and elected officials in 16 states, Washington, D.C., and the Canadian provinces of Ontario. 21 of the 33 threats were bomb threats, which most commonly target schools and were made via email. NBC News emailed Rachel on Monday seeking comment on the threat. She did not respond directly, but said in the post on X that NBC News was working on a, quote, hit piece. They do it to try to paint me as an extremist to discredit me. This bomb threat narrative is really getting rolled, she wrote, adding yawning face emoji. NBC News identified the threats in a review of local news sources, social media posts, in the interviews with experts and victims. Experts and victims. I love that, too, because it's so, like, just completely cucked of them to be like, yep. she wouldn't reply to our email. And then, however, she did make a post making fun of us on Twitter. And then they have to go on and describe the post that she made making fun of them. Right. Right. The 33, threats do, the 33 threats drew both local and national resources. Law enforcement agencies in at least 13 jurisdictions reported receiving FBI assistance to find the responsible person or people. A police spokesman in Burbank said he believed the FBI still has an open investigation into an incident there. Um, in an emailed statement, the Bureau said it has, in general, observed an increase in threats of violence targeted institutions like hospitals and schools. Now listen to this. Of course they have, because they're working for the Biden administration. As a country and organization, we have seen an increase in threats of violence targeting schools, yada, yada. This is FBI press office says. When the threats are made as a hoax, it puts innocent people at risk. It's a waste of time for law enforcement and resources and cost taxpayers. Uh, they, this is just the FBI. Very, very um, uh, boilerplate statement. Mm -hmm. Now listen to this sentence. The FBI did not respond directly to questions about Rachik or the status of cases involving the 33 threats. So what did we just witness there? What does that sentence tell us? Um, that she's not tied to any of them? No. The FBI did not respond directly to questions about Rachik or the status of cases related to the 33 threats. I don't know. That means that NBC tattled to the FBI. Okay. Uh, guys, do you have a statement on this? This pattern of libs of TikTok posting and then there being bomb threats throughout the country? FBI, do you have a statement on this? Um, have you? Are you familiar with this? 
Hello, it happened, FBI. Let's get going. Mobilize. That's precisely what this is. That's precisely what this is. This is laundering BS and speculation in order to try to get her door kicked in. And not just speculation, too, but stuff that they know is not illegal. Well, right. It's not illegal to take publicly available information and say it publicly. Prosecutors have pursued charges in only three of the 33 instances, yada, yada, yada. The charging documents associated with those prosecutions did not mention either libs of TikTok or raging. <laughs> this is absolutely, this is the Steele dossier. This is running the Steele dossier by the FBI. And then having, when nobody else would do it, when the press wouldn't report on the Steele dossier because they knew it was BS, having that wacko Gawker website or whatever, or BuzzFeed... Mm -hmm. then make it public so then Jake Tapper could talk about BuzzFeed and then CNN could or, and then FBI could organically notice Tapper's talking about it between that and the fact John McCain's handing them this thing they say okay now we can't deny that we have this thing let's do an investigation and there we go and they start you know turning on Trump's guys start doing process crimes because they think they're just talking to a friend about some weird dossier right. this is an absolute attempt to Screw with her. She actually is a journalist. She's doing incredible things. This is effing dangerous. And she's ticked off, which I'm happy um, about this. But this is so, so freaking dangerous. She says, uh, Rachel says, let's make one thing very clear. NBC News ran to the FBI, detectives, police chiefs, and others to try to link me to bomb threats. Their goal is to silence me by having me investigated and thrown in prison for posting TikToks and exposing the grooming and sexualization of children. This is war, she says. She's exactly right. This right. is so I mean, freaking... NBC they already, should be sued to their freaking ground. They already doxed her. Taylor Lorenz went after her and was like showing up at her relatives' houses and stuff because heaven forbid she'd be allowed to do that and be anonymous on the internet, right? It, you know, people going after other people's anonymity is like a huge issue online. And, you know, because people get fired and lose jobs and all kinds of things when they use their real names and they say stuff or post things or whatever else because they don't think you should have to use pronouns on demand and or whatever else it is. Right. And the. The problem is, is that a lot of these big companies with now the exception of Twitter just bend to these rules like you see the stuff we talked about yesterday where that jim jordan was releasing that was talking about how amazon had been oh, yes. working with the biden administration to downgrade books people are writing to make them not oh, show yes. up in search results to remove them all kinds of things you know trying to clarify with the biden administration what they needed to do to not be in trouble these big companies need the government to you know, be on their side. And so they will comply with stuff like this, you know, and you see they go because Elon Musk won't, they investigate everything he does. He can't like turn around without being investigated. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. It's totally, totally shady. Now this is, here's a libs of TikTok from today. Uh, breaking Lakeland schools in New York gave middle schoolers resources, which included shopping for sex dolls, how to enlarge your penis and the importance of representation in pornography. Watch the assistant principal squirm as she, he's shown the material his office is offering to middle schoolers. When this was revealed, the school made a decision not to notify parents what their kids were potentially exposed to. Um, and this is the video of the teacher, the, the assistant superintendent, whose uh, the mom is secretly recording him. My child um, is 12 years old. 
he's in science class and he gets uh, a video for classwork and homework and it had um, very inappropriate sexual language. Heavy petting, groping. Middle schoolers can't keep their hands off each other. I had looked at my son's Chromebook again, preparing for the meeting with Mr. Trinko, the science teacher, and Mr. Ruo, and I found another assignment. Birth control, herpes home tests. And we'll Find out best where to get your best sex doll. How to enlarge your penis. So this has nothing to do with the technology. The teacher assigned it. Well, there was three different assignments that my son got over this school year. They were all 18-year-old and older content. They all had sexual content. First week of September, th that um, personality test, it was very disturbing as a parent to see that. It even states on the very first page of that website that it is for adult content only, and it gave him basically his sexual, what his sexual inclinations would be. So you, this is this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and the, the the thing about libs of TikTok and much like like these um, these teachers unions is they are retching and violently reacting because they've been found out and libs of TikTok would not be a successful enterprise had there not been so much stuff happening. It's happening all over the place, and it's being documented and aggregated by this one 29-year-old lady, mm -hmm. and they freaking hate her and want her destroyed. It just goes to tell you something's up. Yeah, it's um, it honestly, it kind of exposes them because they know that the stuff that they're doing is bad, and it shows that they feel bad about it, that they're this upset when people write about it or talk about it or show people what they're doing but it just goes to show like you know that one of the things that they tell you as a parent like always to tell your kid or even like if you just not even as a parent like if you're in take any of these courses like you have to take the trainings to volunteer with kids sports and whatever right. on like how to recognize abuse and stuff that's like one of the classic things they tell you about how to recognize abuse is like asking a kid to keep secrets right right is like asking a kid to keep things from other people mm -hmm. you know and that's why people use the groomer language because it is absolutely classic textbook grooming behavior is telling kids like this is our little secret i'll tell you this and you know don't show this to your parents don't let people know that we're giving this to you we're a safe space we understand you not like those meanies your parents and all the other people who would be horrified to see what we're doing here right yeah. like that's part of what makes it such groomery behavior is that they're so obsessed with making sure that nobody finds out what they're doing and it really really bothers them when you know not nobody has to do anything mean to them or bully them or say anything about it right like all you have to do is post the videos that they put out there into a different audience than they were originally intended millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. ...to get to. Right. Right? All you have to do is say to the public, this book is in the school library and the school freaks out and is furious with you. Right? Well, right. Because, but that's why it's groomer behavior, right? Because that's exactly the thing that pedophiles do. When, of course it is. When they want to separate a kid from their loved ones, as they say, you know, don't tell your parents that we're doing this. You know, I get you and I understand you, but we'll, you know, talk about the porn. I'll show you where to buy the sex doll. And like, we don't have to tell your parents about it. That's always the way they act because that's the behavior that groomers know leads to them being able to hurt kids. Well, absolutely. Period, the end. Like, absolutely. That's... And remember, we're already seeing context for this. You know, it was two years ago when the minor attractive person guy was, you know, talking mm-hmm. probably. But yeah, we, we got to make sure, guys, we don't condemn people who are just attracted to kids. They haven't done anything yet necessarily, guys. And we have to temper ourselves. We remember that people need their spaces for that, too. Uh, no, but people, this is becoming more mainstream, partly because people like Joe Rogan are noticing. It's a psychological disorder, just like gender dysphoria. It's a psychological disorder. It's always been listed as a psychological disorder. And now in 2024, everyone who is a man who thinks he's a woman is brave and amazing. No one's sick. So you're allowing people that are absolutely perverts and sex offenders to go into women's locker rooms with a heart on, and no one can say anything. Right. And if you say something, they will protest your business and shut you down. There's no room for any nuance. There's no room for someone to say, hey, listen, for some people, there's clearly this thing in them that makes them feel like they're in the wrong body, and if we are compassionate and if we are kind, we would want that person to be able to express themselves in any way they, they want that makes them feel better, that helps everybody. But also, there's perverts. Mm-hmm. But also, there's people that if they find out all they have to do is pretend they're a woman and they can go in the women's locker room and watch women change, they'll do that too. You see, I'm sure you've seen the guy in Canada, the yeah. 50-year-old man that identifies as a 15-year-old girl yeah. and got to change in the young girl's locker room and got to compete with these young girls. It's utter, complete insanity. Psychosis. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, it's you're Aaron 50. Rogers in there with him. You're not yeah. 15, period, period. That's that's fucking that's not negotiable. Yeah. You know, you are, you live a certain amount of time. Period. You can't say I identify as a baby and then wear diapers and have everybody. Can you not? You can well, five miles can, from here. You can. You can in Atkinson, New Hampshire. It's yeah. true. You take care of you. That's and you fucking, can even go to the playground. Right. Crazy. But the fact that they're letting that, we are one step away from minor attracted persons being something that everybody's cool with. Because that's also on the agenda. And every now and then they sneak that out there. Sure. Every now and then you'll see it in universities, see people talking about it. We have these, this is this one malign group that has no support, yeah. minor attracted persons. Yeah. It's sick. 
It's sick. It's sick. It's, it's sick. And the rest of the world is f***ing laughing at us. Yeah. They're laughing at how crazy, especially Russia. They think it's hilarious. They're I, laughing I, at how ridiculous I bet you Putin's probably going to say something about that in this interview. I hope he does. Yeah. And he would be right. I just don't... I. I I, I don't know why they're just so hell-bent on going after the kids. Obviously, there's... I think it's money. There's huge money in it. I think it's money, and it's also the the waving the flag of woke, you know? I mean, it's just... It's it's crazy. Well, it's also... there. It's, it's also a function, and I don't know what Aaron Rodgers' particular, you know, the principles of his worldview mm -hmm. are exactly but you know joe rogan would probably never look at it this way but i think that it one of the reasons why they're they push for this stuff so hard is that you know i think there are some things that we have taken for granted for many many hundreds of years that we all agreed were wrong because of judeo-christian values mm -hmm. and that People assumed that that consensus that certain things were just wrong would stick around if you got rid of the Judeo-Christian values. But it turns out that there is not actually an inherent internal moral code in people that tells them that that stuff is wrong. Right. Some people do yes. absolutely want to hook up with kids and think it's fine. Right. Well, right. And they can make without. It turns out that without a an, a moral code like the one that we have had for the last 2000 years and, you know, for um, Jewish people, certainly before that. Right. But in the West for 2000 years that there, you know, is not that consensus that there that there's absolutely without that undergirding, that there's no reason why you can't make a case that that's just fine. Right. And it's one of the things like when you look at the way the left talks about sexual ethics, where, for example, like everything goes to consent, like there's a lot that doesn't fall under consent and they have to kind of twist it into making it be in the consent category when it's not. Oh, totally. You know, totally. and and that's because they've determined that the only that the only requirement of sexual ethics is that it's consenting adults and that adults you know doesn't have to necessarily be there because they talk about kids and consent all the time too if you read um like totally mainstream left-wing parenting blogs they'll talk all the time about how important it is to teach kids concepts of consent you know, like to ask before you right, touch right. them to tell them that they don't have to consent to hugging a relative or whatever and giving them this idea that they have as children the agency to make determinations about like their body and what they're doing, which obviously we've decided that they don't have that agency, right? Because of course, because we talk about consenting adults being made, able to make decisions like that but we are not far away and like i'm glad joe rogan is out there saying this because i've been saying it for like a couple years now that we are within a few years of people of people legitimately making this case that children can consent to sex like i i think that oh, we are totally we are on the road to that because you know they, because i can see the writing on the wall they talk all the time about how children can can consent and you know 
it's already a little fuzzy because they already talk about how, you know, when you have like Romeo and Juliet laws and stuff, like to prevent people from being charged with um, uh, underage, uh, underage, like when they're both underage yes, yeah. or when it's like an 18 year old and a 17 year old yep. and stuff like they'll say like, oh, like, well, kids can consent to sex with other kids. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if that's true, then how come they can't consent? to sex as adult because this really has nothing to do with consent actually yeah. it's just supposed to be that you're not supposed to screw children like well right because, it's not well, about well, consent well and and you know the the urge is ideally is repressed through fear because society says we're gonna draw and quarter you if you violate kids because you can't have that. You can't mm-hmm. have broken kids who are sex slaves to these perverts. It's, er, it, you know, it, it's not healthy. It's not good. Right. So, you know, now enticing these people. And all this, all but this. But we knew this because the Greeks and the Romans mm-hmm. sure. screwed kids. Right. So, like, we know that there was never some inherent human understand, like, knowing deep inside that this was wrong. So, like, why would we assume that. The one force that tamed the ancient world, which was the spread of Christianity to all of it. Why would we pretend that, like, if we undo that, that we wouldn't go right back to what everybody was doing right before that? Well, right. No. And, and I, think I mean, it's, like, it's duh. Very of obvious, course we will. It's very obvious that that these, um, these pedophiles find um, occupations where they can have solitary relationships with kids. And teaching is one of them. Of course. Absolutely. Being a priest, as we found out, was another one. Oh, of course. They find positions where they can be trusted to be alone with children. Yes. Which, yeah, boggles my mind. CNN but, very upset yeah. about Tucker Carlson. He's t- going to be talking to Putin at any time. We interviewed the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. Tucker Carlson is lying from the streets of Russia, no less. Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. That's a lie. Serious news outlets, including CNN, have requested Putin to interview over and over again. I think they're trying to make, this is Abby Phillips, is it? They're trying to make Mm -hmm. her a thing, I think. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. Another lie. Serious news outlets. Most Americans have heard his voice. Most Americans do know. Serious outlets. Shut up, lady. First of all, most Americans have not heard his voice because most Americans, even if you play Putin's voice on news stations all the time, most Americans don't watch the news or know what's going on. Like an insane number of people probably like couldn't name the vice president right now. And of course, reported on Putin's words since this war began, including one of his baseless justifications for the invasion of Ukraine, which he initially claimed was to stop the Nazis. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Tucker Carlson is not a journalist, not even close. And his former employer in a court case actually agreed, quote. By, by the way, um, whatever, she, her feelings are hurt. Basically, CNN should be interviewing Putin. And if they're not going to, because, wait a second, are we at war with Putin? Is he the enemy? Is he an enemy combatant? Is he, is he, is he the, is, by the way, CNN had people embedded in freaking October 7th. Give me a break. Yeah. But, but so you don't talk to 
the leader of the big country at all, which is BS because, you know, you, of course you'd get that, take that get if you can. Of course, of course you would. You said, we, we, no, we don't get to platform him. Meanwhile, no, if you saw if this uh, Aaron Burnett thing with Zelensky, they've this video of her with Zelensky, which mm -hmm. was just a couple of days. I think it may have come out today. She's absolutely in. I always found her cute, so this makes me jealous. She is all over him. Her eyes are on him. It's freaking incredible. As a human being, so many people look up to you. They rely the on you. Music is added. No one can imagine how hard that is. Do you do, you do anything for your to yourself? Are you ever able to take a minute to yeah, to read or to listen to music or something to sort of give yourself that uh, a moment? Yeah, cool it, Aaron. Moments important to be in silence. <laughs> He's married. Alone. And early, early in the morning, when there are no sounds, and sounds, no people, no, no, nobody. I mean, the people, people, our stuff. I mean, no, nobody is is, is in my cabinet. Nobody. Yeah. I can just read things. You should see the, the fawning is incredible. The look she's giving him, she's like truly freaking taken by this moment. So that's the uh, that's the thing. I, I have. The more these people who have no credibility mm -hmm. tell me what we can and can't say, what we can and can't do, after yeah. what they've done, F them. F them. You right. Know? I, I, right. But, yeah, they're nuts, obviously. I mean, and I think in a lot of ways, even though clearly, like, you know, Putin's not a good dude, but right. it's, he's, I'm sure, a great interview, and... The thing is, they're upset, like, you know, like what we were just, you know, talking about, or I guess it was Joe Rogan and Aaron Rodgers were talking about, but um, we mentioned that Putin's probably going to mention all this stuff, all this woke stuff, whatever. He's going to do that because the left gave them that opening. They make America appear weak and ridiculous. Yes. And then they're upset that people notice it. That's precisely right. And... You know, it's of course they're making us look weak and ridiculous because they're denying things that everybody knows are true. Right. And it goes back to this stuff like if they can convince all the nice suburban moms that like that 50 year old dude is actually a teenage girl and can go in the locker room with your daughter and the moms convince moms to do that and be like, oh, okay, yeah, good idea. If they can convince you that you need to take your kid to the drag show and stuff dollar bills in the thong of the 50 year old dude yeah. or whatever, like if they can convince you that, then like they can convince you of literally anything. And that's why I think like the minor attracted person stuff is not far behind because seriously, like, if they already have moms taking their kids out to drag events and, you know, giving the drag queens stripper money with their children, yep. then, like, how far is it to say to the moms, like, oh, they're just misunderstood. They can hang out with my child. My child can totally consent to do whatever with them. It's fine. They understand what they're doing. Like, I mean, no. they're not far off. Well, the one, like, the one I posted from... Um summer shack um on twitter mm -hmm. you know one of them one of these dudes you know picks the little girl up embraces her and is like spinning around with her etc like having a connection like, that's some freaking dude get your giddy hands off this child dude freaking creep as hell yeah no i agree i, I agree i definitely think that it goes incrementally too 
You know, you're mm-hmm. in for a lawn sign that says, "All uh, hate us, no home here." You're uh, because of Donald Trump and because conservatives exist. Then you're in for all the things of science, and then you're in for telling on people not wearing masks. Then you're all totally unmasked. And then you're demanding the whole town mask up, and then you're it's all incrementally. Mm-hmm. After a while, you know, to ensure the safety of these minor attracted people, we need to give them their spaces as well. Right. And yes, and our kiddos. Yeah, and you need to not judge them being alone with your kid. Your kiddo. You need to trust them. Yes. Yeah. And the, you, the, it's dehumanizing to yes. deny them that. Yeah, I and mean, hey, you give your child a bath, right? Right. Well, why can't so that why person? why can't they? Yeah. Right. It's just making a connection. They love your kid, too. Kiddo, Alice. Sorry. Just kiddos. Um, should we do the hot sauce? Yes, it is the... I feel like we didn't get to something. Oh, did you want to do Robin D'Angelo? I did like that clip. Do you understand what it is about that clip that's interesting? No, maybe I should do it then. Okay. Well, tell me what's interesting. Well, I'm going to let our listeners see if they can figure out what's wrong with this. Okay, I just got to work my way up to it. Here we go. Uh, Robin D'Angelo. Here we go. You may be surprised that... The single image I use to capture the concept of white supremacy is is um, Michelangelo Sistine Chapel, God creating man. You know, where where God is in a cloud and there's all these angels and he's reaching mm-hmm. out and he's touching. I don't know who that is, David or something. <laughs> and God <laughs> is white and David's white and the angels are white like that. That is the perfect convergence of white supremacy patriarchy right um and and you know both you and i let's imagine i don't know how you were raised i was raised catholic so i saw many images okay. like that Stop as a child there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you weren't raised catholic no i was not but you were raised christian sure i don't know how much you really absorbed but you know um in god's creation of man mm-hmm. what's the man that he's creating what is the man? Yeah. What's uh, Adam? Uh... Yeah. Okay. So, who does she think the man on the Sistine Chapel ceiling is in the painting? God creating man. Adam's creation of man. Who did she say? David. Yes. Who's David? Well, he's King David from you know around the tenth or eleventh century BC, but you know. The fact that she doesn't know that Miss I was raised Catholic, that she doesn't know that the Sistine Chapel ceiling, when God is creating man, that he's creating the man Adam, not David, is a little astonishing. Well, but also, right, well... the Miss raised Catholic. Yeah, well, I also assume that, that Michelangelo was painting people who looked like people he knew. I, so. Right. He was painting what was around. Right, what was around. Which were Italians, I guess? Yeah. Or whatever. At that time, who knows what they were called. Yeah. I... But, Fine. Yeah. Might, might but, well. it, but it just shows you, too, like how absolutely ignorant mainstream people are of like anything of our own history or culture or any of what went into making this culture mm-hmm. that has... You know, it's undergirded such a long period of prosperity and advancement and, 
you know, flourishing of the human condition. And they have no idea what caused any of that. And they're willing to just tear it down because it's bad, evil, patriarchy, white supremacy. Right. And, you know, needs to be dismantled without having any idea what replaces that once they've torn it all down. No, well, and you're right. And because it's very easy just to say... Because she knows absolutely nothing about it, obviously. No, no, see, white supremacy and patriarchy. Because there's... God, it's so boring. What a way to go through life. I mean, she's a grifter, so she's getting paid for this stuff, and everybody's got to hustle, so I guess that's something. And, you know, these white suburban women who she's taking money from, most of these, I assume, are divorcees and unhappy that the husband moved on to hotter, better wives. Um, They're miserable people, so I kind Mm -hmm. of... I'm okay with that, but it's just... Unfortunately, they vote, though. Don't make me uh, defend paintings, okay? Freaking... Tom doesn't want to talk art history. Oh, God. Patriarchy. Shut up. No nothing means nothing in paintings, all right? That's what it is right there. Um, Okay. Um, Alice, what is the hot sauce? That's the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. Uh, Listen to this. Listen to this. We've got two messages here. Okay. One of them says, listen to this. Okay. BPP. Burn Barrel Podcast. Lost Love Connection, Winchester High, 91. Oh, wow. This is from yesterday. This is, I didn't even... Cause this make, with your plea for I, attention. It wasn't a plea, Alice. It was a solicitation. <laughs> it sounded like a plea. It was not a plea. It was a solicitation. If I, if some woman reaches out to me who's beautiful and says, if down the line, oh my, I'm going to be so freaking happy and I will so incredibly be showing you the picture... To straighten you out. Mm-hmm. Now that there's one on deck, you better fly right, my friend. Okay. Okay. BPP. <laughs> Burn, Burn, Lost okay. Love Connection, Winchester okay. High, 91. Okay. okay. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, Tom and Alice. This is John from an anonymous Massachusetts town. Hey, John. Hey, John. Uh, Long time listener Thanks, since John. the beginning. And uh, you were my number one podcast on Spotify for 2023. Hey, thank you, John. Thank you. And uh, with all Tom's stories of his um, romantic conquests over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, <laughs> I think I have been, uh, I have thrown a stark disclaimer out there, mostly, that this has been a losing proposition largely for me. Mm-hmm. Conquests. Every time I see this commercial, I cannot believe that this woman did not wind up as Miss. Mrs. Tom Shattuck. Diabetes, but I manage it well. It's a little pill with a big story. That's Diana Della Chaffa. Mm-hmm. I take one steely Tom, I believe she is also uh, Deanna Cologne, I believe is her name. Yeah, She's now Winchester High, class of 91. Mm-hmm. You're right. Which should be, I think, around the same time as you graduated. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering... Did you know Deanna, and how did you two not wind up together? I knew Diana. Della- You're welcome. My pleasure. It's a good question. I, I knew her from school. We did not. She First of all, she was always a singer. She sang the uh, national anthem at my graduation, at her graduation. It's mostly her graduation because I barely graduated. <laughs> I think I Did had- you get the blank diploma, and then you uh, had to do summer school to get the real one? I did. I did have to do summer school, but I don't. I think they gave me a real one. Um, but... Uh, uh, Diana Della Chapa was uh, Diana Colonna. Uh, she hung with a whole. There were she, she hung with people who were like normal people. For I think the moneyed part of town, 
And I was on the crappy part of town. With, with the dysfunctional people? With the dysfunctional people. So, <laughs> so no, we were worlds apart. They, we, I, I believe that we should. She was in better classes? Yes. So we had no classes <laughs> together. In fact, most of, that's how I, you know, we talk about, I took many, most of my classes with younger people. With like mm-hmm. a lot of mini hands classmates were also my classmates. Certainly all all my gym classes. That's so why I, you're friends with like Dean and stuff. Well, that's where I no I, Dean lived next door. That's why I'm friends oh, with right, him. Right. But like, uh, there's a lot of kids named Lon and Brian Keefe. talks about who's now all etc. I was just in a lot of these. I was not overachieving. So yes, no. Um, Diana was a lovely person. I don't think that I had a chance in hell. I had the. Anybody who was at all on the ranking of being popular at all in the school, and that was a big thing in Winchester, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I had a shot with anybody popular. I did have a shot with a couple of people less popular who I probably should have just dated, but I was given advice from my brother mm-hmm. to not, because reputation was everything, don't date a couple of these people. Because they were less cool? Because they were, yes, this was, I'd be downgrading. Oh, I needed no. to upgrade, but but nobody up there would downgrade to me. Oh. So, yes. Everything mm-hmm. I did in high school was a bad decision, is what oh. I'm saying. That so. reminds me of when I was in middle school and my friend in sixth grade who lived uh, across the street from me and we rode the bus together and did our homework together every day about halfway through the year told me that she couldn't hang out with me anymore because the cool kids were starting to pay attention to her. Vicious. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was bad for her reputation to hang out with me. Yeah. Oh, that's vicious. That's vicious. <laughs> and that's what, like, another thing with Winchester. That's one of the, like, we, 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 we got to end this right now. Like, one of the reasons that I just didn't go to college was I was just sick of, like, first of all, all these, like, really beautiful, nice, sweet girls dating all these, like, lug heads. And they, they, they'd all talk to each other about, like, explicitly sexual stuff and then, like, write, write terrible things in the bathroom walls about these women. And the women still all, like, all, all these girls still love them. And I was like, I don't like this reward system in this building here. <laughs> um, I want to get out of here. And also, like kids were so cowed and so needed to be popular that they'd only confide in me because I was a little odd. You know, I, I was more myself than other people. And they'd only confide in me like one-on-one that they were interested in something I said or hanging out or this or that. They were afraid to like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. And it was just such wimps that's that's pretty much why i didn't go to college because i'm like i'm not f- hanging out with anybody here anymore not diana though she was nice sfm steve from Merrimack. thoughts what is what's the chances that there will be a call on this line tomorrow from a perspective a love interest if we break up oh i think pretty good oh that would be fantastic that would be fantastic hi Steve from Arabic. Hey, Steve. Um, can you start doing uh, what the White House does? Um, and uh, after the podcast is recorded, can you release a transcript? Because there was about 15 seconds during the jelly roll conversation yeah. where the two of you were talking simultaneously. Yeah. Ugh! Steve, that's Alice's fault. <laughs> Alice. Defer to me, demure to me. What is it called? Whatever you take. When I'm speaking, you stop. Okay. It's Tom Shattuck's burn barrel. Okay. You have your little thing. Oh, it drives me back. Yes, it's Alice. Oh man! Oh, it, 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 and the step on the step on game. Yep. Reached new heights during uh, poor Dr. Cheswick's message. And the, he's leaving this Sorry, message, and Dr. you interrupted Cheswick. sixty-five times. 
including the time when he starts talking about Bridget Fatassi or whatever the hell her name is, Who? whom I do Bridget not Fetassi. know. Oh, yeah. And he, he brings her up and he says, and she wrote a letter to her and you <laughs> cut him off. So and then you talk for a minute and I'm sitting there going, she wrote a letter to her dog. <laughs> like, what is he? What, is, what was No, this? no, no, Steve. She wrote a letter to her daughter. She had a baby. She wrote a letter to her daughter about how she was very promiscuous and she regretted it. And it was very, it's a very Twitter thing, Steve. I will, I'll give you the whole background. But that is true. You did stop the message and talk about how she follows you on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that had to be, <laughs> that had to be aired, Steve. That had to be made public. That's important. Anything I can get any clout is important. And, you no, know, and then finally, you know, when we get back to Dr. Cheswick, it's daughter. That's the first thing we hear. So, like, oh, oh, her daughter. Oh, yes. Oh, man. And by the way, I'm from New Jersey. What the F is a New Jersey accent? Can you please demonstrate one for me? <laughs> oh, man. It's like... Yes, a- yes. Every aspect of that story was completely believable. How <laughs> 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 dare you. The Jer- Jersey accent is kind of like a New York accent, but even more filthy, which is why I like it. Like, we've had Mike Montante on. Montante's got a Jersey accent. You, you understand the Jersey... You don't have it, Steve. You don't have a Jersey accent. This lady had it. This lady had it. My goodness. Yeah. I assume right now she'd probably get kids graduated from high school and the, the whole thing. I had to I had to stop Dr. Cheswick at times because there are things that need to be addressed. I just can't get, you know, take you notes You have to learn him. to hang on to those half words like dot and then I otter. Just, I can't, you know, take, the, you know, close notes for a minute and 40 seconds and then address the whole thing afterwards. I don't have the uh, bandwidth. I don't have the brain power. Believe it or not valedictorian like me thank you so much for listening everybody um if you do want to join us for live streams if you don't like by the way bridget fetisi famously check this out steve she's an attractive lady she actually used to write stuff for playboy she is on the internet fully nude fully nude and not ashamed this was like 10 years ago or something wow yeah okay um if you don't like ads, you can listen ad-free on the Patreon. You can join for live streams. You can get extra content. That is at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. The show is, of course, free on your favorite podcast platform. There's links to all those places on the website burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can also go there and leave a message on the chat chat. Bridget Fetasy, you follow each other, says on Twitter. Uh-huh. It's Fetasy. is P-H-E-T-A-S-Y. It's not her real yeah, name. Everybody Steve. go check that out. Verify that she really does follow Tom on Twitter. Yeah. Maybe she'll reach out now that you've put oh, out this call on. That. Ooh, that would be a great one. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.